Good morning, and welcome to CAG Radio, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. CAG Media has two purposes. First is to share art business ideas, and secondly, to introduce artists to the buying public. You can listen to previously recorded shows on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio by typing in CAG Media. Or you can visit our website at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and just click on the Media tab. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. And if it describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you are interested in purchasing art, please visit us online at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. You are listening to our ongoing series, The Business of Art, with artist and poet Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Each week, Sharon explores the business aspects behind the beautiful artwork that artists create and ultimately sell. And now, here she is, Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Good morning and welcome to CAG Radio, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. My name is Sharon Bell Hawkshaw, and today on the Business of Art Show, we are going to be discussing pricing methods. This is going to be a two-episode topic because there's a lot to discuss here. Between this Saturday and next Saturday, we're going to discuss the time and overhead pricing method of pricing your artwork. We're going to discuss the market value pricing method of pricing your artwork. We're going to give you some pricing tips. We're going to discuss discounting your artwork, the policies that you should probably put into place, signing your work, and titling your work, and how does that change the value of your artwork. Now, we've touched on a couple of these items, especially signing and titling your work in earlier episodes, but we're going to get a a little more into it with this episode. So like I said in the very beginning, this is a building block process. Each episode is building on the last episode or the episodes before that. So let's get started with the pricing methods for pricing your artwork. So first of all, you need to think of your artwork as having a price range. Not just one price, but a range. You'll determine an average price range and then price according to size, subject, media, framing cost, and importance of work. It is desirable to touch upon many segments of the marketplace when you have an exhibit, so you need to have a variety of prices for your public to choose from. You'll have to do some research in order to find out what this price range should be for your work. Now, we've discussed this before in earlier episodes. I told you specifically that I keep an inventory anywhere between 100 to 150 pieces, and that's so that I can extract out of my inventory the correct pieces for a certain type of show. I have a lower cost end, and then I have a higher cost end. The lower cost end you know, is one type of product. The higher cost end is another type of product. Each one of these segments has a price range. This is something that I had said to you earlier, that if you only have a couple of pieces, you probably do not want to start selling yet. You want to get all of your ducks in a row and have your business set up and ready to go, but you want to hold on to your pieces because you need to build an inventory. So let's move on. When you do a show, you'll find out that pricing an artwork at $175 or $225 will often get you the same results. 
you might see that someone who's willing to pay $100 is most likely willing to pay 150 or even $175, but not necessarily $200. Products or services are bought on the basis of perceived value in the minds of the buyers and not necessarily on the basis of what it actually costs to produce the product. Now, this is very important because a lot of artists don't get this. Your paintings have a perceived value and not necessarily the value of the time and the product and the efforts that went into creating it. That's very important. Your paintings have a perceived value. So let's get started with the first type of pricing method, and that would be the time and overhead pricing. Most working artists will have to be able to complete at least five original works a month. This doesn't mean you'll always sell five pieces a month, but you need to build a stock so your clients have a variety to choose from, as we've stated earlier. If it takes you a month of working eight hours a day to finish one painting, this probably means you will have to get involved in the print market and forget about selling your originals for a while. So let's just discuss really pricing your original artwork. Step number one, calculate the total business expenses for the year. Not the month, not the week, but for the year. Dues, education, utilities, publications, postage, studio cost, all of this plays into your overhead, your business expenses. So you figure this out for the year. Then you take that amount and you divide it by 12 to get the monthly rate. So let's just say hypothetically speaking that my business expenses are $4,200 a year. Well, if you divide that by 12, that comes to $350 per month. Okay, so that's step one. Let's go to step two. How many pieces do you complete in a month on the average? Well, let's just say hypothetically speaking the number is five. Step three is you're going to divide the number of pieces you complete in a month by the monthly overhead. So if your monthly overhead is $350 and you divide that by five, that means that the overhead per piece is $70. Okay, so that's our number, 70. So we're not finished, though. Let's continue. Step four, now you need to decide on an hourly rate of pay for yourself. So let's just say you take $15 per hour. You can't say your hourly rate is $100 an hour because if your rate is $100 an hour, you're not listening to me right now, okay? You're Picasso or you're somebody, you know, super famous, and you don't need me. So let's just be realistic. I'm going to use the number $15 an hour. You can plug in any number you want. If you want to plug in 20, 25, 10, it's completely up to you. But let's just use 15. So then my next question is, this is question number five, how many hours to complete an average painting? So let's just say you're quick and you can complete a painting in 17 hours. $15 an hour and 17 hours to complete the average painting that means your labor cost per painting is $255. So now you have your $70 per painting overhead cost. Now you have $255 labor cost. So that means your subtotal and costs are $325. But we're not finished. So let's move on to number six. Now you're going to add a 10% profit margin on that $325. To round things up to make things simple for me, we're just going to say that's $33. So the 10% profit margin on $325, rounding up, is $33. So that means our subtotal is now $358. Okay, but we're not finished. So let's move on to step number seven. Now we're going to add 100% commission. So you're doubling the number, and that's going to come to $716 retail. That's the retail price for a painting. Now, that's not including framing cost. So let's say you did the frame. 
If you did the frame, you're not going to mark up the price on the frame. You're truly just going to use how much did it cost you in materials and how much did it, how much time it took you to make that frame. Whatever that cost is, you're going to add it to the $716. Uh, conversely, if you went and you purchased a frame, you're not going to mark the frame up. It's whatever it costs you for the frame, you're going to add that to the price, the retail price of $716. And then, of course, you're going to eventually have to add in tax and shipping if you have to ship the artwork to the client. Let's just say there's no frame, there's no shipping, you're sitting in Delaware where there's no uh, taxes on, on sales items. So your retail price on this particular painting is $716. Let's just go over this one more time. We'll do the math. So you're taking your annual expense amount, you're dividing that by 12. Then you're taking that amount and you're dividing it by the number of pieces you complete in a month. So for us, the overhead cost is $70. You're going to figure out what your hourly rate is and what your average hours it is to complete a piece of artwork. So for us, we use the numbers $15 and 17 hours. So you multiply those two numbers together, and that's $255 for your labor cost. All right. So now when we finish that, you're going to add your 10% profit margin, which was an additional $33, which took our subtotal to $358. You're going to double it because it's 100% commission that we're adding to that cost, and that's $716. That's your retail price, $716. So that's the time and overhead pricing method. Very interesting. Most people do not realize that that is how they should price their artwork out. And a lot of times what they're, what they're doing is they're underpricing their own work. Let's move on to the market value pricing. And then we're going to talk about both of them in general. The market value pricing, which is the second method to calculate price range or go into the actual marketplace and see what other artists with the same type of background and selling their work for. Do verify that these artists are selling, not just exhibiting. Maybe they are charging too much and not selling at all. Where do you go to compare? You don't go to the most expensive gallery in Beverly Hills. You go to jury shows, outdoor shows, smaller galleries, open studios, market areas in your local area. Most prices in the art world are related to the price paid for similar works sold in the recent past. When you do this research, you're studying the market value at that particular point in time. When comparing pricing, keep in mind that aesthetic and technical merits of works, the style, the medium, and reputation of the artist, and intrinsic cost of production. After you've done some research and calculations, consider the following. From your research, does the time and overhead price of $716 seem to be in an appropriate range? If you're selling through a dealer and receive $358, Overhead, labor, and 10% profit margin, will you make it financially? It's generally a mistake to base your prices solely on the amount of hours spent creating a work. It's good to know. However, if the time you spend creating and the prices you're charging making, make it impossible for you to earn a decent living, then perhaps you cannot earn $15 per hour when you start out. I have stated that earlier. If that rate were lower to $10 per hour, the price of your piece would drop to $532 using the same model that we've used earlier. Is this closer to your perceived market value? This is the type of thinking and research you need to do before you set your prices. It's amazing how often artists forget to include the cost of their labor in a project. If you don't fully recoup your labor and outside costs, you're basically subsidizing collectors. Why would you want to do that? 
In dire times, a sacrifice might be necessary, but to make it a, a practice is downright stupid. Okay, so if you reduced your labor cost, and so instead of our $716 model, we're now at $532 for a particular painting. This is a range. Now, you can't necessarily say that I produced five art pieces of artwork in a month, and I'm my labor is $15 an hour, and I'm averaging 17 hours per painting. Well, that's a gauge. Let's say one of those paintings in the month was a sofa painting. Let's say it's four feet long by, you know, three feet high. That's a very large painting. And in that same month, you did two smaller paintings that are small, small. They're four by six, four inches by six inches. Okay, clearly a four-inch by six-inch painting is not going to sell for $716. And clearly a sofa painting, you know, four feet long by three feet high, um, it's not going to sell for $716. It's going to sell for something much, much more. So these numbers are a guide. They're giving you a, a stepping stone as to what you should be pricing your artwork. So this is what I do. I typically paint somewhere in the same size. They might vary, some some taller, some wider, some square, some oblong. But basically, the square inch on, on most of my paintings are about the same size. So if that's the case and that's you and you're painting a very similar size all the time, then your exact number is probably smack on if your area can sustain that type of cost. So that's actually a good uh, segue into the second item that if you're in an area that is you know devastated by the economy and you really don't have a strong art collecting you know group in your area and you don't have um, that wealthy or upper middle class income that has a lot of disposable income and is still buying artwork then you're going to have to discount your prices. $716 for painting may be too much. Where, conversely, if you're in New York City or in Washington, D.C. or L.A. or Miami, where you have uh, a marketplace where there's still a lot of disposable income that is being spent on artwork and other things, then maybe $716 is too low. So here's the point of this episode today is that you really have to do both pricing methods and then use your best judgment as to where you should be with your pricing. I think it's very important to use the time and overhead pricing because that truly tells you what is in the piece of art that's sitting in front of you. But then doing your market value pricing then tells you, do you need to hold on to this piece because this piece is just too expensive for this moment in time, and then you should concentrate on selling your lesser um, expensive pieces, or should you raise your prices because the area can afford to pay more? So there's really a combination of both of these methods that help determine what your price range should be. Now, I know that this was a lot today, and this is where I'm going to stop. So what I'm going to do is after I get off, I'm going to call Contemporary Art Gallery Online and ask them if I can put the formula up on their website. So that way you can go to their website and you can review what I've said. So that way maybe seeing it in front of you will make more sense than listening to my voice. Today, 
the pricing methods, time and overhead pricing, market value pricing, part one. Next week, we're going to go to part two, still with pricing, and we're going to give you some pricing tips, and we're going to discuss um, discount policies and the value of signing your artwork and titling your artwork. You have listened to The Business of Art. My name is Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning. And you have a wonderful and productive day. And keep creating. Bye. You have been listening to The Business of Art, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. You can find The Business of Art radio show, along with the other media programs presented by CAG Media, on our website at www.contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, and just type in CAG Media. Contemporary Art Gallery is always looking for exceptional new artists. This describes you. Visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you're interested in purchasing art, please visit us at our website, contemporaryartgalleryonline.com. We'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you.